This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 483. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studio here in the wonderful and wet Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't know what the hell season it is, but I literally started spring cleaning my house yesterday. Uh, so, uh, but we are here uh, ready to talk tech, and we got a crew with us, not the usual crew. They're, they're busy doing other things. Uh, uh, producer Missy is off talking uh, about podcasts on a panel somewhere but we got back with us it's cool because we got another professor fancy pants tech pants uh crazy kraus wrong kraus i told you i was going to give you a new name a big bank international esquire (laughs) yeah thanks um (laughs) sure great wonderful welcome back with your does that make me part of the b team the b team yeah you know you got uh, the, the A team, they they're not here, so you called in the B team. You know, we're auditioning for an A team. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but no, thank you for being back on the show with your Apple phone. Yeah, we'll, and, talk and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. It's been mm-hmm. more than thirty days. Mm-hmm. Also, back with us. Speaking of Apple, you know, Miss Apple herself of the Awesome Cast. Hey, everybody gets represent. a new, everybody gets a new name tonight. <laughs> Amanda Narcissi is with us with Bold Pittsburgh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. We have, this is the perfect night to get I, I I'm like <laughs> it was it was it was it was okay when he crossed back after his his experiment. Uh-huh. And it was like a we got to get these kids back together mm-hmm. uh for for this edition of the show. So, but we'll talk about that in a minute here, of course. Check out everything at awesomecast.com. Uh, where you can find past episodes, old interviews that we've done, some people that are worth a lot more money than they used to when they were in our basement. Uh, so <laughs> let's look at that list. Um, and uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast uh, there and on uh, your favorite podcast app. Look for the Awesome Cast. Pittsburgh Tech News usually helps with that because there's a couple other ones. That, everybody wants to do an Awesome Cast every other month, it seems. And we we've outlasted them all so i hope that counts for something uh email us at awesomecast uh at sorgatronmedia.com or probably just hit me up at mike at sorgatronmedia.com because i need to double check if that works tweet us at awesomecast uh facebook us awesomecast on there and we have a great facebook group for the awesomecast uh where a lot of the stories come through kraus was talking about how i don't need to add stories you have a hundred in here i've been sharing a lot this week uh so that's how that happens it actually comes directly from that and, and a lot of times we have conversations on there in advance as well um and subscribe us on the instagram facebook youtube all that kind of stuff you can uh, also join us here live every tuesday uh on the awesome cast facebook page and on plenty of other uh streaming platforms but we do watch the facebook uh live chat as uh the most closely the most closely see i don't give a care about the closer i get the 40 the more i don't care about grammar uh so 
uh, where uh, you can join us here, just like Dave Ponder is hanging out in there. Michael Greathouse is hanging out in the chat room, and plenty more throughout the evening. And I haven't seen my mom yet in there. Uh, you can also, if you're catching <laughs> us later on one of those other platforms, sweet awesome cast with hashtag AC483 to continue the conversation. And also, thank you to our audio partners, our friends at the405media.com that stream us every weekday at noon Eastern time, and our friends at Post Industrial Audio. Been doing a lot of fun stuff with them in this past week uh, out of awesome cast uh, that you guys can be able to hear very soon. Um, but uh, they, they are letting the world know or at least Pittsburgh know about some great Pittsburgh podcasts, including this one. So thank you to them for being great partners to the show, both of those sites there. Thank you to our other wonderful partners at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends uh, supporting the show um, because they dig what's going on. At least I hope that's the reason. Maybe it's all a practical joke. Maybe somebody lost a bet. I don't know. All I know is that in the coffee club is Matt Weller and John Diggy DeGore and John Carmen. And at the fan of the show level is Katie's favorite Fedor, Michael Fedor, and uh, the PGH Museums org who have been doing some great stuff over there and some good interviews too so please go check those guys out uh you guys can support the show too at patreon.com slash awesomecast where you'll find out this week if you didn't catch the show live um my week my week's experiment with tiktok so i think we i think last week i explained tiktok to marta actually yeah, you so, did. So yeah, so there was there is that. Um, so we're we're having some fun over there, and there might be a new segment returning. I don't know if it'll be on the Patreon. Well, it will be on the Patreon for everybody probably. But uh, we were talking about that a little bit in the Slack. Anybody remember awesome tips? Yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't done them since uh, since Iron Man uh, Chilla took off um, on the on the green screen. So uh, we we're getting them back from space to do some more tips, perhaps. So we're, we're talking about doing that. I wonder how much authorization and clearance I have to get for that. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Did we did we just cause a problem? Oh no! Sorry about that. No, I might want to come do one. That's oh, why I said that. Oh, I would love go. to come do one or two, but I'd well, need some. Somebody clearance. else wants to sponsor the show. We're up for that too. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, it's time for our awesome thing of the week, and uh, Amanda has two of them. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. No, no, no. Today. Thank you. I need a minute. Go, I, I need a minute to breathe. Oh, so that first means I of go all, first. That, yes. Oh, Krauss doesn't even have anything in here yet. No. I was wondering why the doc was blank. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll down. Oh, That's where everything else is. Hmm. Anyways, you got one, including one toy. I, I actually did download today. Oh yeah, the new Vimeo creator app. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I actually downloaded it myself. So. I create a lot of Instagram like stories, mm-hmm. like probably every other day. What? I have a story. You with Bold Pittsburgh, yeah, got, with mean, Bold goodness. Pittsburgh on the Instagram. What's I just that? did one tonight, so I mean, goodness, <laughs> like on the way here. Um, literally at the <laughs> event I was at, it was so funny. Like, like you know, city council is up there talking, and I'm over there like Instagramming. Like that's, right. that's did, what I'm supposed you did to do. What, a, a visit Pittsburgh event mm-hmm. and hopped on the train back to the studio to do the show. Yeah, I love our location. Yes, I do love this location just for that fact that I was like downtown and back mm-hmm. within like and being able to cover an event right in the middle of it all. Um, anyways, so I use a lot of tools because I don't want to just be the like boring Instagram to where take the video, add a few like hashtags, this, that. So sometimes I do get creative. I use typically Adobe Spark mm-hmm. um, because what I like is that you could get different 
sizes for everything. So it doesn't just have to be like an Instagram story. You can resize it to the square. You can resize it to so a you're Facebook talking about post. Spark Video. Um, it's called Spark Post. Okay, and then there's and Spark do, Video. Yes, okay. They're the same thing, but one does still, and yes. the other one does video. I've done still, and I also noticed. Sorry to take away from your thing a little bit, but uh, I noticed that there is like movable things in there now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at you can uh, animate it on Mayhem Show, like when we did the uh, Mayhem Mania season with the pointing at the sign that I made, like you see the text rolling and everything. So that was kind of a cool Instagram extra. Anyways, yeah, I like that. Um. But now Vimeo has joined this. So I guess they bought a company about a year ago. They bought a lot of companies. Um, which is uh, which is cool. I used to be a hardcore Vimeo person. Mm-hmm. Um, my old video blog was on Vimeo. I didn't touch YouTube with it for years. So I was way into Vimeo for a long time. And this like creator app was is great. It literally, like when I fired it up today, there was a bunch of templates. Mm-hmm. You could plug in your own videos, but you could also just use their stock video work to it, just make, add your own stuff to it. It feels very um, <clears throat> uh, Adobe Spark, actually. It, very, very close to it. And there's a web version. Oh, see, I didn't even dive into that part. Mm. Um, and I do, like I said, I use Adobe Spark, Adobe Video. I use canvas Mm -hmm. like all these are kind of like the same unfold they all do the same thing just all a little bit differently um but this one i'm not i haven't dove into it yet but what i like is the stock video footage because sometimes i don't have anything yeah but i need to make sure i continuously post but it was a slow week like for example i'm just coming off my slow period where two months barely any stories but i had to still create content this was great. This would have been great because I could have just grabbed some stock video of food, talked about the 10 best cheeseburgers in Pittsburgh, and threw it up in an Instagram story. And it would have been great. So I'm going to dive a little bit more into this in the next few weeks. Um, and then I noticed somebody today when I put it up in the chat said there was another one that was released today. Mm-hmm. So there was two, two of them released. Both from Vimeo? No, one from Vimeo and one was another one from Momento. Okay. The company Momento, which makes lenses for iPhones. Okay. They actually made an app now where you could do like vintage filters like right on the video and everything. Um, I, want, I need to go back and look it up which one it was because it was, it was great. But, um, and I should have had been more prepared for it, but it was, it, it, there's a lot of new videos for this. There's going to be more, I think Mm -hmm. with the emerging of TikTok, Instagramming and everybody's in a video now. Well, yeah. And it feels like it it does feel like they, they, you know, Adobe's had their take in everybody. Well, even though your filmics and, and your, and your things like that with their, you know, Hey, download this app, pay $2, get all these filters and stuff like now your Adobe and your Vimeos are getting involved, right? Like it's kind of just build up to the big companies are getting behind it. Right. Plus I feel like Adobe's over cost is getting to be too much for creators. Yeah. So the $50 a month is kind of like a kick in the face sometimes. Is that what you need to do the Spark stuff? Now we have that for other stuff. If you want to unlock the backup system of it. But but what if I I pay? Right. 
But what if right. I pay like ten dollars for Rush or something? Like I think there's a plan for that, or photographers or something like that, right? I really didn't dive into why the apps have a cost it can be bundled in. I think it's more the cloud sharing, yeah, being part of it. Because yeah. if I have Adobe Spark on my iPad and on my phone, mm-hmm. when I create it here, it automatically goes there. But then there's like premium, yeah, uh, templates and everything. But I like mean, that. I pay the highest because mm-hmm. I'm in in design, I'm in Illustrator, I'm in everything. So um, I, I wanted to bring up uh, so the other one that was brought up here. Oh, nine, that's it. nine to five Mac had this, and uh, Potter actually posted it. Uh, it was a video up. He saw a story about it. It was Moment launches retro RTRO uh, video app, uh, vintage vibes, and easy social media sharing. But this is what I'm talking about. They're like, the they're, lens people, right? These Moment are the lens, lens people. Yeah. Okay, but this is like kind of more of a niche company doing uh-huh. this right. versus you have your Adobe's and your Vimeos building it in to their services. Mm. Like the Vimeo thing, I think mostly works if you have the premium account, which we happen to have. We were actually using Vimeo premium as a base for what we stream here on tuesdays amongst other projects so like it's kind of a hey nice i get something else for all that money i pay for that right yeah you know plus so. that retro one looks more like it's just focused on the retro look right, which is right. in right now with everybody wanting oh, to look yeah. like they're from the 90s and oh, 20s yeah. and everything what? else it's Hi, we have this new technology, but let's make it look like we filmed on a VHS tape. Everybody going back to the 90s. <laughs> I was trying to get my ass out of the 90s. Well, that was Stranger Things, right? Stranger <laughs> Things kind of started that the trend. 80s, yeah. 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 But so. I think that's funny. I'm like, we, we have all this new technology, but yet it looks like we filmed it on a beta. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was with video eight. games, too. We all this. I, I got this <laughs> nice iPhone. And you know what I love playing on it? Sonic CD. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. But, you know, it's, it's, it's part of it, right? Krauss, do you have an awesome thing? Yeah, yeah my I, well, phone. There's, there's what's going on with you. There's this yeah. whole thing. Um, so, well, as you know, I came in here a, over a month ago now and, and said that I decided to make the leap and live on the other side of the world. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to big, you know, thanks to Big China? Bank International, I have the ability to take my SIM and put it in this device and, mm-hmm. and live on the other side for a while. And um. I wanted to hate it, and I told you that before. I wanted to hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't hate it. And and there are little annoyances uh-huh. that make me wonder wonder why they do what why Apple does what they do. Mm-hmm. But there is way more benefits than there are. And and I know I, I my great house is going to give me a hard time, but mm-hmm. but seriously, I can't I can't find a reason. Well, I know I have a reason to go back. I have to do some testing on Android, so I will be going back to the S10 here in the next probably couple days. Um, but um, but seriously, the way they integrate together, the way that when I get my text messages, they come on the iPad, um. It's just that seamless. Like I said, the browsers make me a little crazy. I was doing some testing with the new Microsoft. Microsoft released a new Edge browser, which I really don't have any complaints about. But the way Apple does their browser, I can't set Edge to the default. So anytime I get an email or something and it prompts me to open, you know, I click a a link to open it. It's always going back to Safari. So that drives me crazy a little bit. Like, let I can't, you know, I can't set those things. 
Yeah. I, I got a new title for you, by the way. Over oh, here. boy. Yeah, I could, uh, Ron Kyle's converted to Apple. Yeah, well, see, I don't know if I'm converted, <laughs> but uh, but uh, again, I don't, I don't like I said, I don't have any reasons. I wanted to have many reasons to hate it, and I mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't know if that makes me an Apple. <laughs> Is convert- that that's the, that's the official rule? That's the official tagline. Apple I phones. I don't actually. I don't. Hate I this. don't hate them. You no, know, <laughs> and I wanted to hate it. You know, because I mean, I'm I've been an Android guy for a long time. I was a Windows guy before that. You know, Windows Phone. Was my first love. I loved the Windows Phone. Um, you know, so I don't. Yeah, you know, that's about it. Amanda, do you have any 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 questions for the convert over here? How do you feel about the security at end of it? Oh, I I have no problems whatsoever. The face lock unlock is great, um, but then again, the the Samsung does the same thing, right? It it works in a similar fashion. Um, now I had, do have more experience with the Pixel with the fingerprint on the back, um, so that doesn't do the face unlock. It's a couple years old, yeah. You know, it's a couple generations behind that way. Um, but for the boat, yeah, it's great. And did you get to play with the camera a lot? Oh yeah. Ah, uh, but see again and again. It's an iPhone the eleven Pixel. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, it's the iPhone eleven. Not the 11 Pro, mm-hmm. um, but the Pixel camera. I I've been in a world where the camera's been great for a right. really long time. Right. So mm-hmm. we have that talk a, a lot. Yeah. A, a lot that some of us just buy the Pixels to keep as cameras. Right. Um, and, and and quite honestly, and I didn't buy phones, the Pixel but... Four because there were a lot of the camera is fabulous but there were lots of other reasons not to get it right. so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see what happens with the 5 mm-hmm. although i don't know if i'm buying it i got to be honest i don't right now if i had to go out and buy a phone i do not know what i would purchase which is rough cuz the new samsung is out and I don't Along think I would buy that phone. And... I have many reasons for that. One of what, which the is they're the... telling you it's a 5G device. No, the 20. And it's oh, okay. the 20. And yeah, it's 20. not a true 5G device. Yeah, there are no f- true 5Gs yet. The, the, the Pro version right. will be a true 5G device because it will have both radios in it. Mm-hmm. The the 20 and the 20S. Mm. Are only have the 600 radio in them. They don't have the milli whatever radio in them. So it is not, it, while it will access the 5G band, it is not a true 5G phone. Which the carriers are nowhere near even ready. Uh, exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. nowhere near ready. No. I don't even think they're going to be ready by the fall. The way they're, no. at, they're operating. Why, I, I'm not even sweating the 5G. My LTE is right. plenty. Like, I am, yep. like, as a traveler. Not to mention, what is the cost of a 5G plan going to be? Mm-hmm. If we remember what happened when we went from 3G to, 4, to LTE... Mm-hmm. And the plan changes. What are those plan changes going to be like to mm-hmm. go? And, and all the heartache that people are going through right now, where services dropping oh, in areas yeah. and people's phones are cutting mm-hmm. out. And I mean, you could be standing in downtown Pittsburgh with one bar mm-hmm. because of all of this. And it, it and a lot of feedback is like it's not worth it right now. Like, mm-hmm. what are mm-hmm. they doing? Mm-hmm. Don't forget with five G. They have to install all those yeah. micro mm-hmm. 
towers. Mm-hmm. So to get complete coverage, like downtown Pittsburgh, yes. In the next six months, if you had one of these phones, you might be able to walk into downtown Pittsburgh and see a 5G symbol. Good for you. But if how you... far outside of that right. little triangle yeah, yeah. will you still see that and 5G then you, symbol? Then you just have the same phone you had before. Exactly. And then you're still, you still have the same right. phone you had before. Yep. That's perfectly. Yep. Do you feel better about your backup being Apple versus being Google? Because hmm. that's what that's what got me to leave Android. I never tell that story. Really? I left Android when Google Circles came out because Google Circles published every photograph from my phone without my authorization. Oh. I had about 10 people in my Google Circles. And um, one of them contacted me and they said, did you know all of your photographs from your phone are on there? And I was like, um, what? Wow. And I turn, it turned out it was something within the first few weeks <laughs> Google Circles was open. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember that. And yeah. they released everybody who had an Android's photograph and was backing up to Google into their circle. And it's not done because they just came out a few months ago. They They would... Somebody's like videos and or photos were being downloaded in somebody else's download, right? Oh, like they're they're um, what do they call it? the exit from there? The one, yeah, um, takeout. Yes, they're they're takeout downloads of their photos, mm-hmm. I, and like it was mixing up the accounts. It's like, what are we doing, Google? Right, like and you you should you should be good at this. And that's why I left Android. That's mm-hmm. actually the thing that I just finally said I don't trust Google to have my stuff on my phone because that's mm-hmm. private. Mm-hmm. There were pictures of my kids. There was pictures of food and stuff, of course. But like there's pictures of my kids as babies. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. am very overprotective of their digital footprint. Well, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for them to just release that without my authorization at the time, like, and we're talking this is eight, nine, ten this, years this was, ago. This is the beginning still, of Google like, Plus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's still like that's. But you still hear these stories, and it's not. It's not different, and you do not hear that as much. The things that you you hear about Apple, like somebody went through some shit to get to that stuff. And I do hear stories every day, but it's still like it's still few and far between. It's not like that. I mean, in in, in, anecdotal, but the anecdotal still counts for something to make you feel like you're on the right platform. That's what I'm. That was my biggest. Could, like with the security is how does mm-hmm. people feel about Google backup versus interesting iCloud backup, hmm. which has no other access points other than your sign in. Well, I have a less threatening awesome thing of the week. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was and like, I got us very serious there for yes, a minute. Bring it back around. <laughs> so we 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 watch, we watch the Mandalorian in here, uh-huh. everybody. You have I'm, I'm not yes. all done. I'm not done. But you've seen but enough. I'm very you've close. seen I don't think anything in this article is gonna spoil too much. Uh so there was a special um and Gadget posted this and actually it was uh Industrial Light Magic did the video, but there's an article over on Engadget where they talked about so how did they do those wonderful sets? And I think I heard something about how all oh, the sets were digital or something like that. The Mandalorian used Unreal Engine for its real-time digital sets. And it's more than that, it's not just a green screen. It's actually it's not a green screen at all. So instead of that typical we're gonna shoot in front of this thing and then we have to post and, and change all the color and everything like that. What they actually did, if I can skip over in the video so you guys can see this, because you've got to see the visual of this thing. They are in a round room, and the entire room, except for one opening, is a screen. 
So when you look and you see like you see a, a picture of a ship here, you see the backgrounds you when it's in the hangar on that one ship in that one episode, you see the ceiling there and you see the 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 the, the rocks in the background on that one planet on the desert planet. Like so they're able to shoot and move that on the fly, reform mountains in Unreal Engine on an on a tablet and shoot it shoot for like shoot natural in camera effects. Build sets close. Put it. Put the 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 background of everything in the background. Change mountains, things like that, and and the the set can move with them. So when they're doing vehicles, like sitting on a vehicle background, whooshing by, like it's it's gives more of a realistic natural lighting effect to everything. It is fantastic, and it, it, they just had these. They built the sets into them. I don't think they left the studio for that entire series, which is amazing. If that's true, because that is very amazing, because that show feels very outside. Yes, it right? does. Here's yes. a shot. Here's a shot of you with some of the foreground rocks and and everything. Um, hopefully, it's not too much. Like, and here it separates out how much is the virtual. It's an LED screen in the background. Okay, and then you see there's physical sets in front of it, but the background, the like, but the whole back, like going down the hall. Uh, yeah, that is a video. It is a 360 room. More or less. It's still somebody created on a computer, but they projected it on this ginormous it just, screen. It's just on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So that had to cut production cost greatly. You only have to build so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the rest is computer generated, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was some person stressed out probably with a lot of coffee and <laughs> cigarettes, like sitting there in well, front of a, I, I, although, a computer. Imagine the set, the, the <laughs> shot list planning. Right. Like okay, this background needs to have well, this. This typically, this. I'd like to see the blooper reel. But typically, yeah. <laughs> you would shoot it and then put in the background. It added right. in so later. So now right. you're doing that. Like I don't like that rock over there. Move it here. Like and you pull it out and they, and they show them reforming drop. the rock and everything. This is like this is freaking cool. And of course, it's an it industrial probably light gives magic. the director a whole lot more. Oh yeah. Like you, you, you literally have a let's fix the set design right now. I don't like how this looks because you're literally looking in the camera now and seeing how it looks. Right. Versus imagining that thing on a pole over here is is you know the thing everybody's looking at. We can put that on a screen. Right? I also like that the story's coming out now when they don't have anything else to talk about with the Mandalorian except <laughs> for the baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Except for the baby, like the baby, I. I about like the it made a hit at the toy fair in New York City last oh, weekend. Of course. And um Build a Bear is all gearing up for the the baby to be released. That's in gonna the wreck stores. that's gonna wreck Build a Bear. Um, yeah. You ever see a line in front of Build a Bear? You will. You will. You will. Yeah. It's just down from the Apple store in mm-hmm. our mall. So yeah. uh yeah. Well, from that, hey, I want to give a shout out something else awesome. Our good friends down at, down the road here in uh, in in Beachview at Slice on Broadway, uh, they helped feed us. So we were munching. We were trying to you know, we were we were we were we were halting a little bit because we need to finish munching our pizza. So we're good and energized up to do our podcast to bring the awesomeness to you every week. Four locations in the Pittsburgh area: Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and PNC Park. Though supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the pe- perfect pepperoni pizza, with the majority of our ten years as the awesome cast. Jeez, ten wow. years. I'm a long relationship kind of a guy <laughs> with projects. 
Uh, so thank you to them. Check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com. All right. Let's uh, see what we got here. You guys have been putting some stories over there on the Awesome Cast Facebook group. Of course, hey, just had brunch with my buddy Chachi the other day and asking how the game journey uh, <laughs> com is going for him. Um, he is still going with it. He is deep into the, um, the, the uh, Nintendo, the mobile Nintendo DS, things like that. He's on Advance Wars, Game Boy Advance stuff, Mario Kart DS. Um, oh, wait, Brain Age? The brain training game is in this list for a thousand games to play before you die? I guess it's technically a game, but why is it all like Barbie Horse Adventures isn't a part of this? I think that's wait, hel- that I'd, I'd want to see that. You want to see that? <laughs> We we should just throw a Twitch a Twitch stream of yes. I talk about how he just started Twitch streaming him writing, playing and writing the games, but he doesn't like show you what he's writing or show you what he's playing. It's just him sitting there, and people are watching it. So the camera's at the wrong angle. (laughs) It's not not that the exposed angle. At least like the little bit I've seen of it, and I'm just like, all right, if it works, cool. So, anyways. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Producer Missy actually put in in this section, since she's not here, since she's busy, uh, part of the Misfits panel tonight. Uh, the Tale of Two Cities. So so there's a new nonprofit that, that's looking to grow the San Francisco pipeline to uh, in Silicon Valley. Oh, no, I have to register on Post-Gazette uh, to Pittsburgh. And I can't read the rest of the article because I'm not logged in. <laughs> so... Um, Thanks, Post Gazette. Well, we won't talk about that one. But no, I mean, that's part of it. I know a lot of people that do like clients in New York from Pittsburgh and things like that. So, but uh, let's see what else we got here. Potter uh, through uh, Apple weighs in on users. Uh, this is kind of a rumor side, I think, a little bit. But uh, Apple's weighing in on letting users switch default phone apps to rivals. I think that, that headline's a little loaded. But I, we're talking about like I didn't understand it. The, the, I think we're talking about like cha- you changing your browser, changing your email app. Yeah. Like I want the default to be Gmail, <laughs> which most apps people do that already. Well, you can do that with people some do apps. That already. Well, uh, the browser is an issue, isn't it? Yeah, you can take off the browser, <clears throat> okay. and you can take off. Like you have to literally delete the app and put the other app on it. Okay, but I you can, can I can do, do that it. with Safari. I don't. I haven't tried to erase Safari lately. So the problem I see is even though but I... But the mail app happens all the time. I, I've set Chrome as a default. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, if I'm in other apps that like, hey, open this in a browser, it goes to Safari. Yep. Right. Uh, that's, that's the so, behavior right. I've seen I mean, too. it's not... I mean, it doesn't bother me too much, but it's still like, eh, I kind of want right. it just to be Chrome so I have all the history in one place. The right? m- mail app, definitely. We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. We take it off, the native mail app, and put yes. on Gmail, Yahoo. Um, I don't use... I didn't use it for the longest time. I used Chuck instead. I used a, a third-party mail app. Mm-hmm. I use... Uh, I've used a couple third-party mail apps instead of the native one on iPhone. So the mail app, it's no, like I don't, I don't know about a rival one. Like they're all quirky in their own way. Mm-hmm. It's just an aggregator, really. But I use like Chuck and stuff. Yeah, but I guess you can't take Safari yeah, off. You can't take Safari off. Huh. <laughs> I guess I never but, really and, tried. And again, and as this article is talking about, if you click through things, like if you just like, I have a even. 
unless it's like a Google Gmail thing, <laughs> they for they will they can push you to go to another Google thing. Right. Yes. Or right, because you, if you're in right. Docs, yes. If you're in Google Docs, it will actually prompt and say, "Hey, do you want to open this link in Chrome or do you want to open this link in Safari?" Right. Yeah. But it won't give you the option to open in it anything. in another browser. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we'll see. It looks like kind of more pontification than anything. There was no comment from Apple or anything. This is a Bloomberg article, by the way. So uh, there's a lot of it feels kind of linked. <laughs> it feels kind of linked, baby. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ponder also shares his official no refund for the Mobile uh, World Conference um, exhibitors. That just killed a conference. Is that I think? Did they cancel that? conference due to the uh, the coronavirus the, the yes. coronavirus because they canceled about four tech conferences over that now yes overseas yes. uh including i think a game developer conference is, right. i don't know is it canceled yeah i know i know a lot of big ones pulled so out they're not that. refunding the vendor money yes ouch why were they still at fault for the venue i don't know like they may not have the money because of the venue and everything too so like that's what my real question is if they would have not been able like contractually what does the current the contracts say that the yeah, vendor's signed. There's but. probably some kind of indem- that's like act of God at that point. So they they probably protect themselves from that. So <laughs> yes. but still I mean that kind of I, I I you know but you know they keep saying you know this really hurts the smaller vendors that need to be in a room with important people to, to get their stuff out there than anybody else. Uh, I don't think they're coming back next year. So I mean hey, we'll see what happens with all this but uh, you don't think Mobile World Congress will be back next year? I, will they after well hey let's see how everybody does after they just announced all well, their phones today yeah that's true if people if people don't go to this thing and spend all this money on this and they don't see a hit your sony's your samsung's yeah, your right. big ones if if they're not coming back i yeah, mean it's over. it you're might right. still be there but it's it's yeah yeah well, we but, need to be honest for about five seconds and just realize how much the tech world is in trouble due to this mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. stocks are plummeting plants yes. are closing yes it's just it's 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 like a tech thing oh like, it's, it's a big gonna tech suffer. thing mm-hmm, it's gonna mm-hmm. suffer it's it's slowly rolling downhill and it's it's gonna pick up momentum real so quick. now it's gonna be interesting to see you know other than the other you know factors going into that this is a a worldwide pandemic virus that's happening right. like now the companies have to be smarter about things right um, you know, multi-sourcing from countries, et cetera. I mean, I think about every time that um, um, something happens in Taiwan and the memory, computer memory prices go up, right? Right. Now this is kind of everything. So everybody put their eggs in one basket and then something happens to that basket. There you go. And they're once the basket gets a hole, in. you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, my basket is on fire. I don't know <laughs> what fire. to do about this. Oh, we just came up with the show name. Quick, <laughs> somebody write that my down. My basket, basket is, is on, on fire. fire. <laughs> oh, so don't actually hate it. Isn't going to work. <laughs> my basket is on fire. Um, my basket full of eggs is on fire. <laughs> so, uh, so. <laughs> Both both Riz and I apparently posted this one. Hasbro is relaunching 
classic Tiger electronic gaming handhelds. Okay. Now, now I love. We're back to I the was retro. just I was just recently um, watching a video talking about how bad Tiger electronic handhelds were. Now I grew up on Tiger electronic handhelds. I got a pinball game and a Terminator game and one of the Konami ones that uh, that, that was a Ninja Turtles game and stuff like that. I have fond memories of this, but also it was in lieu of getting a Super Nintendo. I realized. Uh, so uh, that was going to be my question. Who needs this? Somebody with the memories, man. My mother, no. my mother would not allow me to get the Double Dragon Tiger Electronic game. You know why? Why? Because she read a story or heard on the news a story about how two kids fought in the playground because of Double Dragon. As violence. You know, I have fond memories of the. Namco football with the hashes and the zeros. Oh, it was Mattel. That was or Mattel. Or the Mattel. Oh, sorry. yeah. Those but, ca- well, those but do came, I need those, one today or am I going to go Madden. play Madden? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know what I mean? No, no, like, no, 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 no. I still got one. And I kind of like picking that ever up every once in a while. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. So I, I think the person who's going to use these is the person that hacks it into a Raspberry <laughs> Pi and puts it up on TV. Well, I, I, is that going to work in that some way? way. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I, have, okay. I have friends who take apart Game Boys. I'm not going to name any names, but I work with a, a, I work with somebody. They literally buy <laughs> old Game Boys and disassemble them and reassemble them. So, so they're they're and literally like that's what I picture this. Also, being. remember this isn't like a projected screen. It's right. an LCD with with like, like stay in place graphics yeah. that basically light up depending on where you're at. Right. You know, for those not familiar with this, so here's what here's the, so they're releasing four of these, re-releasing four of these. There's a Transformers Generation Two <laughs> game. Um, there's a little, is Little Mermaid coming out again? Shit. Oh, boy. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and X-Men Project X. There's still going to be a way to hack it and make it into something different. You, you could. Just unscrew the back and You could potentially do, do it, recreate digitally the background and the LCD, just, right? Yeah. And then just the controls kind of. I have of a Nintendo Switch. And, yeah, and you have. Why do I need this? Next, the Nintendo Switch will have Tiger Electronics life. games on it. Okay, that I could. Uh, I, could, yeah. I just don't understand. I had a Batman based on I the movie. The whole retro watch thing, game. I don't. These were horrible. I had a Tiger Electronics watch with Batman game on it. Yeah, and yes. you hate it. Did you love it? Does this mean I that I'll be able to you get my Nokia it. phone back soon? Your, your what? My Nokia phone back soon with Snake. <laughs> with Snake. Nice. Well, I mean, it's on the Apple Watch, so, I mean, yeah. it's going to no, come full circle. I, it, honestly, it's a whole retro thing. Is yes. these ki- the, the kids are finding our old gaming systems that are in the addicts' places. But this isn't so, a gaming system. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, no, 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 no. I spent a lot of time, a lot like, of card trips oh, on these guys. Cool. Oh, and they're yeah. going to re- replicate it. I don't know. Or they're just, or what's going to happen is these big companies are running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. And they're just grasping at straws We've and already... figure like, hey, guess what? The millennials aren't spending money on video games. Guess who is? The Gen Xers and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of us later old dudes. and earlier boomers. And so what's happening is they're spending the money on the video games where the millennials are not. And so therefore they're appealing to us. Steve of old Pittsburgh sports. I rest uh, my case. Uh, has Contra and Ninja Turtles. 
<laughs> yes, those are the cool ones that when Konami did them because it was a different shape and stuff. But uh, you know, whatever. Um, no, That's no, no, it, right yeah, there. They're, they're yes. appealing to the Gen Xers and the early boomers. There was a, That's all there is. Yeah, you know, the, the, back in the days, I had a stack of these. You know, mm-hmm. I stuck one to school and got like the only time I got grounded was because I snuck one out and then it fell out of my jacket when I got home on the bus and my mom found out. <laughs> she on tonight? <laughs> um. Anyway, childhood truth. Yes, yes. <laughs> the only time I, I, that I recall getting grounded. Uh, so, anywho, um, yeah, no. So that that's happening. Uh, have you seen the retro section lately? It's like we are taking. Hey, here's Mortal Kombat One or Burger Time in an arcade unit, like like three inches tall. Or I saw one that you could actually put on your keychain. I'm like, am I playing this? And you look at it. It has Rampage on it. It has a full emulator of this video game in a stand-up arcade hanging on your keychain. What are we doing? I miss miss my Tamagotchi. (laughs) Tamagotchi. That needs to be on my Apple Watch. I want a Tamagotchi on my Apple Watch. There you go. There there has to be some out there. Maybe. I haven't not researched it yet. I I just want an alert in the middle of my day to tell that my animal pooped. Well, uh, there was a cat game that we used to play where you you get the cats. It was all in Japanese at the time, but they do have an English version now. I I forget the name, but we never knew the name of it because it was in Japanese. And you you put out food and play things and, and you can buy things and, and and there's just a couple of scenes. Now it has an Apple Watch app where you can pull up on your watch and see the scene to see if any cats have come by. Wow! There's your Tamagotchi right there. I do. I just want an alert that says my cat pooped. <laughs> there was no cat cleanup I'm aware of in this game. <laughs> That's, uh, that's for the sequel. You could just get a real cat. I do have a real cat. Okay. I still don't get alerts when it poops. I need that in my litter box. Yes. Hey. <laughs> An automated litter box that alerts your watch them. when it's Listen, full. you know our trash cans in Pittsburgh have uh, sensors on them? Yeah. When they're full, yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, they've talked about we had the um, what is she, the controller or something um, um, yeah. is on broadcast this week. I just edited it today. And yeah, there's sensors that, you know, so they know if the trash can's 80%, if it's empty, the car is not going to stop to go pick it up. Nice. And that saves them a bunch of time because they're not, they're not checking for empty trash cans across the city. So they're only stopping it, the quote ones, unquote, the ones that, ones need, that need it. Yeah. 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 So awesome. Our, our, our technology city. Uh, hey, you know, you know what else is a lot of technology? Here, Sidekick Media Services, housed uh, in the wonderful Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, Pennsylvania. An easy train ride from downtown, just like Amanda just found out today. We do a lot of great things. Uh, let us be a sidekick in your superhero project, helping out a lot of things, filling in filling in the gaps for some people in the next couple of weeks on uh, that needed a podcast uh, producer because theirs was out of town, uh, helping out with a lot of great projects, uh, filling in, some, doing some uh, event videos, uh, doing some uh, uh, conference videos. And, of course, we're getting ready to head out there with our friends at SAE for Aero Design in the next couple weeks and uh, Baja and all those great things that you guys are wondering where in the country I am if you're following my Instagram. Uh, so looking forward to that and working with our great, great clients out there. If you got if, if you got something that you your next big thing and you need a sidekick for that, that superhero project let us know sidekickmediaservices.com okay guys 
what do you want to hit up on the back of the book here? Krause, I see you got a story here. Oh, we were talking about this before the, on, yeah, before before the, show. the show. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's get into that. So Phil Spencer uh, put out an article, what you can expect from the next generation of gaming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Microsoft came up with their lovely term, teraflop. So uh, the next Xbox is 12 That's of those teraflop units of measure. 12 of those mystery units. What? So we don't know what a teraflop is. Well, to put it's it in, like- in perspective, they're saying um, it's delivering four times the processing power of the Xbox One and enabling developers to leverage... 12 teraflops of GPU, and that's a you know, the graphical processing unit, twice that of the Xbox One X, and eight times the original Xbox One. So it's a much more robust. It's a lot more. That's all a we lot. need to know. It's, it's a, a lot, lot more. I Listen, had an original Xbox, so I'm, I'm thinking, like, and, man, and, I was really and blown away by that. lovely term, you know, ray eight tracing. Times. Yes. Ray tracing yes. will be there. I've seen ray tracing on Quake 2. It's amazing. Um, uh, Amanda, when they announced the new specs for an iPhone, and you get that chart about how much right. more powerful the one is from the before. Yeah, which is always... Interesting because, like, I remember the one from the 11 because it was like the 11 and then the 10 was like this much shorter and then the 8 yeah, was right. like this much shorter. So, do you, okay. do you really like? I, I don't know what, the, like, they say some kind of figure in there, some unit or they of just say eight times faster, right? Pretty much is such an arbitrary unit. It's weird. Or it's marketing speak, it's right? Weird. It's everybody does this mm-hmm. and and this is how Xbox does theirs. This I just is, like that they named it something like Teraflop. <laughs> yeah, right. I want that on a t-shirt. But then they talk about like there's Have you gonna be my a, Teraflop. The, the SSD storage, um quick resume, things like that. HDMI 2.1, all that good stuff. All the stuff we're kind of expecting. So I have to give, um, I think it's Gamertag Radio. It's another podcast that I listen to. And they were having an interesting discussion about the whole, you know, who's going to lead the next generation. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's worried about who's going to win. And I think it's interesting with the, the, I, the concept they brought up was, okay, so I believe somebody put out an article and I can't, I don't remember who it was, but they were saying that all the components for the next PlayStation were going to cost because of what's going on in China and everything with memory and things like that, that they were looking at $450 per box. That's just hardware costs. Mm-hmm. So they're assuming that the next PlayStation will come in at $500. They expect Microsoft... Xbox One was five hundred dollars when it launched with an with right. the Connect. So if that's their hardware cost, so they're only making a profit margin of like a hundred dollars a rem- unit. But but remember, um, in the video game world, you, you don't game. make money on hardware. Make no. it on software. You make yes. all the money on software and accessories. And accessories. When, uh, to the point where um, uh, that family that works at Walmart, and I believe when they get a console, it's not. I don't think they get as big of a discount because of that yeah. margin. Like even I don't think store gets a lot of margin on it either. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and in fact, the it's a it's a story that's been going on for years. The original Xbox 360 
Microsoft sold at a loss. That was the original. Yeah, I was gonna say I purchased mine for like three. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought the original Xbox and I or the, the original. I'm sorry, the original OG yeah. Xbox. Probably when they the got into well. gaming, Microsoft actually sold that console at like they lost a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars. It was per unit a six hundred megahertz. PC See, right. in what 2002? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. It was after Dreamcast. Well, they literally that. sold it at a loss to get yeah. into the ga- gaming oh. market. Sony is not equipped to do that. Right. Because they don't have as many. Right. They don't have, they don't a, have as many teraflops. They don't have as many teraflops of <laughs> bankroll <laughs> yeah. to uh, uh, support a, a play like that. But, but again, so, but so Gamertag Radio speculated. Because, um, I don't know, do you know what Game Pass is? Yes. Okay, so Xbox has this feature called Game Pass. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they speculated, so if Xbox releases their next console at $50 cheaper and then says, oh, and by the way, when you buy this console, you're going to get 3, 6, 9, 12, whatever that number might be, of Game Pass included... Like months? Yes. Oh, okay. Would that be the dagger yes. in Sony's heart? Yes. Because then literally, because don't forget, with Game Pass, every first party game that is released goes directly to Game Pass. So you're saying I spend $450 for this next console and for the next year, every single first party release game I get included in that cost. So, it, like I said, it's all speculation. We don't know mm-hmm. if it's actually going to happen or anything. Mm-hmm. I just think it's an interesting conversation. And I do wonder if, if Sony would also do a loss leader on that on their side, even just to play ball and give you a, a few months because they have a similar thing with PlayStation They do have Plus. a service. Yes. But don't forget, too, the Xbox One X, they're saying... Backwards compatibility continues. So mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. Xbox right, right now, you know, you take a 360 game and shove it to day. If it's backwards compatible, it'll play. I'm wondering. I wonder and if that's going to continue. And, and I wonder if they'll open that up even more. Right. Like, instead of because it's a per game kind of patch. I yes. guess. Yeah. Because like, it is some. Because I, I I was trying to pull up my old Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. games. You put them in if they're compatible. You don't install from the disc. No, it downloads, it downloads a it. special version yeah. for the Xbox One of your game. Yeah, you just put the disc yeah. in to prove that you yes. quote unquote own the game. Yes. So, so, so that, so if we're doing that not individually and just building into the console from the start, because Xbox did not do that with the one. If they go from the start and say, "Hey, we just can recognize Xbox 360 and original Xbox games." Now your stack of games that are I put aside because they're not on my 360 or my Xbox One can all play. Right. Potentially. 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 But at least the ones in the store now you will be able to play. Right. I just also wonder what's going to be the tech downfall of it. So like we didn't have the Red Ring of Death on Xbox until like a no year no no end. no 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 Xbox just just uh, misread so, their audience and uh, said that everybody needs to be online all the time or they might lose their copy of Assassin's Creed or that uh, uh, they play, did a big play for TV instead of video games right, right. that and they made well, you they get were trying to they, make it an entertainment and they made console. you get a connect with every console mm-hmm. that's what killed it that's what killed it 
I just feel like every time that there's like these video game wars that come out in mm-hmm. like October, November, right in time for Christmas, right? Right. Um, that yeah, usually Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> usually by February, we hear about their major hardware failure. Yeah, it's usually like, something, but it, of something. I don't think anything has been as bad as the Red Ring of Death. No, I don't think yeah. nothing. No, yeah, no. no. It was I mean, bad. I eventually I was, suffered I listen, the Red Ring of Death. It took four was, years, but I had. The I Red was Ring of victimized death by the years. Red Ring of Death. <laughs> Are you recovered, sir? I uh, I've sought some therapy for this. Okay. I, actually, I think I did have the red ring around when I had my depression too, so it mm-hmm. actually could have been connected. I'm just uh, shocked I had it four years later. Like yeah. I had it. Oh yeah, mine lasted. Year. Like my Xbox uh, lasted for a while. Mine lasted two, I think, mm-hmm. um, because I went. I was looking through something because I swore I bought. Listen, I thought I bought the Scott Pilgrim versus the World video game. And it says that I just have a trial when I went back to Dallas, so I'm trying to find a receipt for it. Uh, but I did find my send in your Xbox to get replaced situation. Nice. So there was that. Um, and now I have yeah, two. And another thing, too, what I think is kind of interesting, what Microsoft is doing with this next version of the console, is you know, they're really, you know, because like Microsoft as a whole, as a company, if you've noticed mm-hmm. recently, they don't care where you are or what you're doing. Just so long as you're using Microsoft applications, they're good with it. It's a completely role reversal for them, you know, because before it was, oh, you want the best? You know, you know, yeah, you can use uh, Office on your Android device or you can use Office on your iPhone, but mm-hmm. the best place to get it is on a Windows PC. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've dropped all that stuff now. Yeah. They don't really care what device you're using just so long as you're using their stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're really, it really seems like in with this next generation, the same thing's going to happen for video games. Mm-hmm. They don't care where you're playing the video games just so long all as you're be, playing. And even most of it's going to be on the cloud, too. Exactly. So I think it's just going to be your Xbox is going to be. That's the thing you want you have if you don't want to depend on the Internet. Yeah. Can't depend on the Internet because of where you're at or or, or you, know, you just don't high, have the technology or it's your high end thing. When mm-hmm. like, hey, we need a bunch of consoles so we can play Rocket League uh, <laughs> uh, on Twitch. Right. Right? Like your LFG is going to have a bunch of them because they're doing high-end stuff with it. By the way, shout out. Looking for group. I was I was had my two TV situation I talked about off air while I was cleaning the other day through XFL on the one to see what that was about and just channel surfed on, on Twitch on Sunday on the other uh, testing out my old original Fire Stick, by the way, uh, Amazon Fire TV Stick, which works great. Um until it didn't uh, but uh but i flipped through and happened to come across our friends looking for group over in bank or yeah uh brookline sorry mm-hmm. uh doing a rocket league live stream and it was fantastic because i was having trouble finding something i could tolerate because <laughs> some stuff on twitch i don't know if you flip through uh, it's rough sometimes yes and and then they were doing a great like competition it looked like a full like and, and i work we worked with these they do a lot of the big stuff for the competitions over at uh, uh replay effects and everything by the way i got a preview of the stage a couple weeks ago wow this is gonna be fun uh so mm, this will um, be there i go then well yeah you oh you haven't been not yet 
Hey, I, I, I've I, never been. I got a little bit of quick housekeeping. Uh, uh, first of all, because Steve was asking about. Um, uh, so, Aww. what about people like me with trash cans? Uh, uh, I forget to bring out my trash can. <laughs> no, we're true. talking about the city trash cans, like the municipal ones, like in front of the IGAs and on the sidewalks and stuff like that. Not yours. The ones downtown. Yeah. Not yours. Yeah. Well, there's one across the street because okay. they speed up to it every night when I come out after podcast. I'm like, oh, hi, guys. Um, and oh the other thing Dave Potter shared this because Amanda you were asking about this situation how about your um, connected litter box it <laughs> there is a, you go for at, uh, litter hyphen robot dot com dollars $500 is a litter <clears throat> robot 3 connect a $500 cat toilet wow the highest rated Wi-Fi enabled automatic self-cleaning litter box for cats I'm glad we had to clarify that never don't use it with your alligator uh never ske- <laughs> scoot cat litter again while giving kitty a clean bed for litter no. for each use no. litter robot comes with a 90 day money i don't know why i'm reading their copy but it's great My question is what happens oh. when you get drunk and pee in it um whoa we know that happens you get that drunk houses. let's send them a let's you know what let's tweet them and ask <laughs> Well, let's find out their Twitter account. I'm going to make a note here since I have no producer tonight. Uh, tweet. Wow. Litter That's a robot. other level of drug. I'm robot. sorry. But I've had friends I that mean, did that. I'm not wanna... saying it happened in my house, Although, but I've seen it. For $500, never to have to touch the litter again. The opening is so small, though. I don't get why the opening is so small. Cats, like... Don't want to be in confined areas like that. That's what the only thing. Look, that cat is having a good time. (laughs) My cat. Is that cat talking to God? What is happening here? The cat's like, thank you, God, for my $500 litter box. Yes, yes. My parents love me so much. Oh, oh God, there's a video. Yeah, there's a video. (laughs) Oh, we're zooming in. Okay, it's just the buttons. Okay. It's just oh, a button. Wait, wait, the is that, poop. wait, is that what it looks like? That's not what the poop looks like. Oh my god, like. so it turns, then the poop gets discarded. Okay. And then Cuz it looks like a giant wow. egg it on a swivel. Back, wow. And then the there. Wow. Oh, and then you just pull the drawer out and that's where you pull. Okay. Oh, there's testimonials for oh, 500 man. bucks. This is going to be a whole other show. Guys, we only have a couple minutes before we're not Instagram worthy anymore. Uh so <laughs> We have to we have to stay under an hour so we can post on Instagram for that thing going on. Oh, uh, Amanda Narcissi, what's going on? Real quick, uh, Bold Pittsburgh everywhere. There you go, Crazy Kraus. I just go to work every day, and come <laughs> home, and do it all over again. Play my Apple Apple thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Apple Apple. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Again, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. Find all the linky links to get wherever you need for us and become part of that conversation on Twitter and over on the uh, AwesomeCast Facebook group. Thank you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.